Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. <laughs> Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Welcome to the best of tailgate talk where we go back into the archives and hear some of our special guests you may have missed the first time around. We'll be back with the best of tailgate talk after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230 Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right from day one first national bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first first to lend a helping hand first to help with community events and fundraisers first to support local students athletic programs and civic organizations first to support events like united way relay for life and many more charitable events and most importantly working for our great community without you there'd be no first national bank making communities great together that's what we strive for equal housing lender member fdic Takes a snap. He's rolling to his left. He's looking downfield. He's looking at the end zone. There's a jump ball. It's complete. Touchdown, Golden Eagles. Join us this coming season for Athens High School football. Greg Young will bring you all the exciting play-by-play online at WKAC1080.com or on your WKAC sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device by saying, Play WKAC Sports. Listen for the radio replays Saturdays at noon and check out the archives on the WKAC sports page. Golden Eagle football from 1080 WKAC. 
The Best of Tailgate Talk is back, and we're going to go back a few years for some of these segments. More recent conversations will get us started, though. We'll begin with a visit we had with Mark McCarter back in January at UAH. He's the Assistant Athletic Director of External Relations at the school. After that, we'll hear from another local guy, Chris Walker, with Roush Racing. We were at Eli's Block Party Car Show at the time, and Clay Freak Daddy Coleman joined us for that segment as well. Next, we jump back about five years for a talk we had with former UCLA and and NBA player and coach Henry Bibby. We'll follow that up with a phone call with former Major League outfielder and first baseman Jim Gosker, also from five years ago. We go back to the NBA well and hear an interview with former coach and player Ray Scott. And as a special treat for longtime listeners, many of these visits also include our fallen comrade Bama Zach. Before we get to all that, we'd like to congratulate some of our local players for some recent recognition. James Clemens and Noah Berry earned a spot on AL.com's Tennessee Valley Terrific 20 baseball team. He was joined by Elkmont's Ryan Boyd and Mikhail Murrah. Athens' Emily Simon was named Player of the Year on the softball side. The top 20 list also included teammates Anna Carter and Morgan Stiles. Remember, you can check out the latest results by going to our website, tailgatetalk.net. Stay with us. The best of Tailgate Talk will be back after to this. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Daily & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily & Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Hey guys, this is Abby with CEI Bookstore. I wanted to personally invite you to our annual Truth Lectureship happening July 11th through 14th at Athens Bible School. This year, the theme is I Believe in Jesus, an apologetic defense of faith in Jesus Christ. Our evening singing and keynote lectures start at 7 p.m. and with day lectures from 8 to 12. Want more information about Truth Lectures? Check out truthlectures.com or stop by CEI Bookstore. We look forward to seeing you the second week of July. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Congratulations to the class of 2022. 
Your future is bright, and you need fiber-fast internet to support you as you discover all of your possibilities. Sign up now for Ardmore Telephone Company's fiber-fast internet, and you'll get the first month free. If you're a current customer, we'd love to discuss all of our internet options with you to help you connect to everything you need. Give us a call at 800-830-9946 today. Fiber is not available in all areas. This summer, Tailgate Talk and WKAC bring you T-Shirt Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we'll give away a Tailgate Talk T-Shirt to some lucky fan. Just go online to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. We'll post the winners on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and it could be you. T-Shirt Tuesday this summer from Tailgate Talk and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. We've got the guy here now. You may remember him from the Huntsville Times years ago, Mark McCarter. He is the assistant AD of external relations. Did I get that correct? That's about right, yep. All yep. right. So you you basically able to tell us uh, <clears throat> which sport's walking through, which yeah, sport's going right. through, who the, who the players are. That's right. It's been it's been a crowded lobby. Our, our basketball team just got through with, I guess, some film study and yeah. upstairs and filtered through, and lacrosse players came out of the locker room. and Trash talking the basketball team, yeah. and it runs into the door. Sure. Yep, yep. That's our, so, yeah, it's an amazing variety of sports here, though. It is. You know, having had a across here in the last couple of years. And not only is it one of the top engineering schools in the country, it also is an amazing bunch of sports here. It really is. It's, uh, you know, I, I covered this program for a, a, a long time and came to a lot of games here, and it's just always impressed me, even back then as a journalist, uh, just the way this program went about its business. Right. And then uh, what Kate Smith has done as athletic director and the, and the mission that he has and, and the way he operates this program, it, it just made it um, so easy for me to uh, – actually, I'd, I'd retired. So I came out of retirement. There's no – Really? You come out of retirement not, to do this not, gig? Yeah. Not a, I was, I was going to – I had everything. I had a couple of uh, other things in the works and a, and a wife who said, yeah, go ahead and it's time to retire. And then we started talking about this, and that just, I think, shows uh, how much this program means to me and, and how much it's impressed me through the years and certainly what Cade does. Yeah. So what, what do you – uh, what does Cade do? And explain a little bit about your job. Okay. You... Well, Cade is our director of athletics. Which okay. Means he oversees all of our all of our programs and uh, works with our coaches and just uh, tries to create as, as as great an environment here for the student athletes that he can. And uh, I'm just sort of part of the team here, trying to to help with uh, get the message out and to to get more partners involved with us. Okay. Um, you know, I for all those years, I, I was around a lot of big-time athletics, covering college football and going to bowl games and Final Fours and things like that. But there's just something really special here that I think we, we like to remind the community of and sell the community on, that this is a place that's you know, it's not big-time. There's a little more purity to this than that big-time yep. big business of, of of D1 sports, but we still can operate this in a big-time fashion, and that's what we're trying to do, and make sure that it's a, a big-time experience for for the student-athletes. And just try to remind the community, hey, you can be, we don't we don't use the word sponsor. We're, we want partners who, yes. who, who work with us and, and uh, join us in helping financially support the program and, and, and help just provide all the things our student-athletes need. 
and the facilities here are outstanding. It's this is great. Uh, we in, in Spragans where we are, where we are right now, we won't be next year in, in this at least this exact maybe this exact spot, but it'll look a little different. We're uh, as soon as the final game of the basketball season is over with, we're going to uh, have a transformation of Spragans Hall. It's 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 got a few years. I'm I'm looking over your shoulder. The pla- there's a plaque on the wall that says this was built in '77. Yeah, uh, and, and I have to remind myself it's it's still uh, you know it's a great building. It's it's a great building for fans and and for our staff and, and student athletes but we want to modernize the uh, make it a little more spectator fan friendly and, and redo the lobby here and put some uh, be able to do we have a hospitality room now for some of our, our donors and, and and supporters but we want to be able to grow that experience too so what some of the uh, if you can share some of the improvements that'll be made here a facelift uh, here in the lobby, and then there's we we do have a, a we call the varsity room that we're going to expand. Okay, that's um, it's a nice nice sizable room, but we just need to make it nicer and larger just to be able for for fans that come in before the game. Our coaches are so loyal; the coaches will pop in 20 minutes before tip off even and give a quick little scouting report oh, cool. to, to a group of fans that gather in there. We'll, we provide some you know, light meal for them and a, and a place to, to go and, and a good experience. And then we'll um, have another probably even another meeting room here and uh, just just modernize it and, and even the, the front of the building. We, we have uh, it, it, it's still going to be the same building but we're just going to put a little more lipstick on it. How many um, of the sports actually work out of here, say coaches' offices and things all, like that? All the coaches are headquartered here and in a suite of, of offices there. And, of course, the, the teams that play their events here are, are men's and women's basketball and volleyball. And uh, we have indoor facility. We have workout facility for our indoor track team okay. upstairs. Then we have uh, just um, – quarter mile away or less Charger Park which is home to our baseball field softball field gotcha and the multi-purpose field for soccer and lacrosse and then all right um, what we want to be able to do uh, down the road uh, we'd, we'd love to be able to provide a, a, a good on-campus facility for track and field yes which uh, you yeah, know that's one of those sports where you wind up uh, it's not necessarily as much head-to-head competition like Home and home basketball schedules, but it'd be, it, having a home for those guys is going to be important for us. You said the indoor track is that upstairs? Well, it's just it's not a track itself, but okay. just facilities behind the bleachers. There's a just to be able to run vaulting pits, things like that. Gotcha. So okay, the, the, the indoor track, the track team will work out in this building. That's excellent. Now I asked Taylor about this before we actually got on the air, and. Um, I, I don't want to catch you off guard. I notice a door here that says UAH Chargers Hockey. Right. All right. They had the big fundraising deal that went on here a couple of years ago. And uh, I told um, Taylor, I'm, I've been getting these emails, several emails, and it's all it's all the same cut and paste type thing. You know, wanting to save UAH Hockey. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a little bit of a misunderstanding going on out there about the situation well, there. And Cade can elaborate on this even better than I, but hockey is suspended. The The challenge was finding a conference in which we could play. Mm-hmm. The conference in which we participated in the past 
uh, folded. Members from there joined other conferences and our applications and uh, inquiries about joining other conferences. Uh, we they didn't want us in the club, and, yeah. and, the, and geography works against us, obviously, guys. It, it's 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 really uh, it's it's a challenge, and it's something that again, suspended is the key word. Uh, the, the right kind of calls, right kind of conversations, but basically, it, it you can't survive. I mean, y'all, y'all can see that even in, in in D1 football. How many how many teams can really thrive and survive? In, in D1 football is independent if you're not one of the academies or yeah. your name's, or your name's <laughs> not Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame. <laughs> and I don't see a lot of gold domes around here except except maybe my own. And uh, I got one close. I'm close there, buddy. So uh, it, it's uh, at this point, so being able to compete uh, as an independent just was not feasible right. to try to schedule. It would have been nothing but road games and and certainly having to just spend a lot of money to get folks in here. So uh, you know, we're, we've been appreciative of the fans and the, the alums that have supported that program. What's great is to see so many folks that we kind of – it was easy to classify as well. They're hockey people. No, they're they're UAH people. Yeah, they're out here at basketball games, and they're they're offering their support as partners and ticket holders. So, it's um, yeah. Well, and that's that's what Taylor told me. But you know, I, I think that's that what Taylor probably told me to tell you. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's been a great tradition, and, and I was I, my uh, my. F- Really, second month on the job, I guess. When I came yep. here in '98, it's columnist at the Times was the national championship. I mm-hmm. remember the excitement over that. And it's Played just, Bemidji State yeah, to get that. Oh, didn't yeah, it? yeah, the hated Bemidji State Beavers. Have you ever been up there? No, but I, I had one of my favorite lines from a column was interviewing a woman who worked there before they played, and they were going to bring down their pep band even for the championship. And I said, "Pep band?" She goes, "Oh yeah, and we're internationally famous." I went, what? She goes, oh, yeah, we play in Canada all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, I, The reason I ask is I went to International Falls, oh. which is just, like, close to Bemidji State. Mm. And uh, it's cold up oh, there. I can imagine. We were doing winter snow testing. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was cold. Wow. Well, but, but, yeah, I just, you know, it, it seems to me, I mentioned the emails, that it, it, people – might think that there's something kind of, you know, they raised all this money. What have they done with right. it? You know, oh yeah, and it's it was it was spent. It, you know, it took care of of paying the bills for for this team to to play last year. Yeah. Oh so, okay. Yeah. It's it's not. Uh, it certainly didn't go into my salary. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's funny. We were talking. We. we Laughing and is uh, offline a little bit as, as some of the student athletes came out and uh, one of the guys sort of tripped and one of the cross players being goofy. But we we have a promotion or we have an event coming up in a, in a couple of weeks at uh, at halftime. We're going to honor 
all of our 4.0 student athletes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's one of the things. And it's it's yeah. remarkable. There are schools. Most people that we play are celebrating and honoring their 3.0 athletes yeah. at halftime and uh, yeah. the ceremonies. And, and here we're able to. You know, we're we're doing the 4.0 guys. If we were to do 3.0 at student athletes <laughs> at this university, we we'd be here for two days. <laughs> it's just a, such a bright bunch of guys. And that's a girls. statement statement to the college itself because what I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but once you graduate with the engineering degree at UAH, it's the highest paid salary coming. You get the highest paid average nominal mean salary. Uh, yeah, this is this is a great place for, for these these folks to, to launch their careers, especially with the engineering. And then again, the schools become, even in my time in town, the last twenty years, uh, gone from being just that engine almost pure engineering school we, we talked about to so many other degree programs between nursing program and business and and you know they they are. Uh, I think it, it shows a lot about this university that doesn't have a journalism program because that's really where the dumb people go. <laughs> no. no. Uh, but, yeah, it's spectacular. And then, then 46% of our student-athletes remain in the Huntsville area after graduation. Yes. And so you see these the student athletes back here at games, and they're they're bringing their kids with them to games, and that's the that's foundation we're trying to build on on now. Even with with uh, part of my task is how do we further galvanize these alums and former student athletes to make sure that they're going to be uh, continuing to support the program. Uh, financially but also just to be here and, and you know plan our golf tournaments and yeah. be at games and uh it's 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 neat to see these guys uh yeah i'm, I'm seeing guys that i covered when i first got here and they're showing up with their their one-year-old in their arms watching a basketball game and it's 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 really neat and uh, again that they stay around here it it they're going to be, and this is one of the things we talk about with our partner, partners, is um, these are going to be the, the folks who are going to be the loyal customers for you. And mm-hmm. you know, it's um, it, it's great having them here for many of these guys. Oh, that's great. Well, Mark, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Join us on this Saturday morning to talk on the radio. Thank you all for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks to Taylor for getting it hooked up, and we'll try to do it again next year, buddy. Look forward to it. Thanks, There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark McCarter, Assistant AD, the External Relations, and it was a great interview. Good talking to him. It's time to take a break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talking WKAC, the Big 1080. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. 
Customers agree, there's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Since 1998, their mission has been to keep folks happy by helping them scoot in and scoot out quickly while roasting their coffee from the top 10% of specialty beans in the world. Choose from hot drinks like their Caramelicious and Honey Vanilla Latte to cold offerings like the Strawberry Acai Quencher and Iced Mocha. They've also got smoothies, teas, and blenders. You'll agree, too. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Amazing people, amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooter's Coffee, 547 Highway 72 West in Athens at Town Center. Scooter's Coffee. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. Hey guys, this is Abby with CEI Bookstore. I wanted to personally invite you to our annual Truth Lectureship happening July 11th through 14th at Athens Bible School. This year, the theme is I Believe in Jesus, an apologetic defense of faith in Jesus Christ. Our evening singing and keynote lectures start at 7 p.m. and with day lectures from 8 to 12. Want more information about Truth Lectures? Check out truthlectures.com or stop by CEI Bookstore. We look forward to seeing you the second week of July. School may be out, but you can still enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week over the summer for the upcoming school year. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and fill out the form. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Enter your nominations today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. We have our guest, special guest here. His name is Chris Walker, and he works with Roush, and I'm going to let him tell you what he does. <laughs> I mean, you, you th- Roush, naturally, you think, well, used to, I would think, Roush, you think Mark Martin, NASCAR, mm-hmm. uh, Craftsman Truck, uh, Bush Series, that's how, that's how oh, old yeah. I am. It's not even Craftsman Truck Carl or Bush Edwards. Series oh, anymore. Yeah. Carl Edwards, mm-hmm. the backflips. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Typically, I'm, I'm an engineer, an engineer on the race team. I do fuel strategy, pit calls. Um, I've worked a lot with Jack Rouse Jr. and uh, used to be Billy Johnson, who's gone on, and he does uh, coaching for NASCAR teams now and Ford oh, Performance as well. Cool. So, um, yeah, just uh, help them out. Uh, we Our cars are basically a lot closer to stock, so a lot of stuff that you would basically see on the street, they're very close. Uh, but we are typically the Michelin, Michelin Pilot Sports Car Challenge is what it's in. Okay. And um, uh, so we are truly stock cars, not like the cars that are right. that are doing there now. Road racing, right? Road racing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, factory base motors, uh, transmissions. Is it Mustangs? Mustangs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just wonder which body style you guys mm-hmm. race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be, of course, that'd be Ford Mustang. There you go. Yeah. Be running a Camaro. On a <laughs> no, Ford team. Jack would not do that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody wants to know about your horsepower. I mean, do you guys build your own engines? Uh, yeah, Roush Yates supplies all of our motors as well as the Cup cars too. So, right, okay. Um, can't really say how much, but we we have to run uh, restrictor plates actually. Really? Yeah. On a road course. Mm-hmm. They 
they have this thing called balance of performance, and they'll change our weights, and they'll change our if we start running off and doing too much. Yeah, you know they'll they'll give us a restricted your back in. I would something. say it's around four hundred horse, something like that. Okay, but the cars are able to make five fifty easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, like I wonder it. what you know. This, this totally complete. I'm going to be the hockey basketball guy that All right. comes in with the NASCAR question, <laughs> so okay. this could be a good one. But, you know, I know this out here lately, it just seems like that some of the marketing and some of the motivation for NASCAR has kind of lost its allure a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they kind of, after they had the, the different points chased, that they changed things around and were trying to make things exciting mm-hmm. for the fans. It seems like some of those may have somewhat backfired a little bit. I don't know. Maybe some fans didn't like it and kind of went bad. What kind of things are in the race world are they doing to kind of try to bolster up, you know, and get NASCAR and racing back to where it, you know, the, the heyday that it, that it was or, you know. Yeah. I think they made a lot of mistakes in terms of trying to expand too much out West, uh, a lot of tracks away from the typical, uh, NASCAR Southern <laughs> fan base, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people may not know, but this year is the first year of the brand new car. This is the Gen the 7 gen. car. Yep. And uh, Daytona 500 was sold out. Uh, you've got Michael Jordan coming in, Pitbull, uh, Money Mayweather has a team now. Uh, a lot of new, uh, different uh, owners are coming in. The new cars are a lot cheaper to build. They're pretty much, uh, there's not a lot of innovation in them. Let's say you buy the you buy the cage, you buy the engine, you buy the transmission, the transaxle, the brakes. The body is composite now. There's not a lot that of innovation that they can do anymore. But that being said, the racing's been pretty decent this year mm-hmm. so far. Um, they even had a race at the Coliseum in L.A. Um, yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, they're learning a lot. They've made a lot of mistakes with the new car. The new cars are a lot cheaper to build, so it's a lot easier to get into it now. And... Uh, We'll see if their experiment works. Yeah, I was freaking out. I drove up to Kentucky at one point. We had to go to, through, up to Cincinnati and you know that the Kentucky track right off the track, and right it was speedway. I guess not operational. I guess mm-hmm. it now looked over and there was just a bunch of like uh, during the chip shortages or whatever they were having. There were just like cars that were mm-hmm. just parked there. And I, I think was it like, was Ford F one fifties and Broncos. Or yeah, something I was there. like, what wow. in the world is this? Like a that, big car lot now? Like what's they, happening? That's you know? where they put them to store them. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah so they so, rework them. Yeah, yeah totally dying. crazy. But, yeah, it's, I've always been a – my dad worked at Ford Motor Company in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, on Fern Valley Road there for 32 years, mm-hmm. and we were always big Bill Elliott fans because he would come over and pick out some vehicles there, and they had the little Louisville track there, and mm-hmm. my dad got to ride with him, and my dad was like, finally the first person that's more country than me Yeah, uh, that he hung out with. But uh, they did some ride-alongs with him, and my dad was like just absolutely just Bill well, one, Elliott through and one through. One would be. Yeah. Absolutely. But it seems like yeah, they said, I you know, I said I'm I'm not as big of a NASCAR fan, but it's like it was building up the names. It's kind of like the same way that college basketball is. It seems like there's the one and dones and these these new names that are coming in. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh, where's the where's the old Who's names? That? You know, where's the the Gordons and well, the Ed, you know Edwards and all those guys? It seems like Earnhardt. Yeah, I think they've tamped down. I think they're kind of letting them be a little bit more. But there there's not a lot of personalities now. Right. They don't really. All these guys are kind of manufactured. You know, they go and they teach them, and here's your PR coach. There's no, there's no Tony Stewart's out there just throwing haymakers. Just to mix, know, it, mix it up, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we, I think we've talked about it on y'all's show a couple of times. Like with SEC football and SEC basketball, there was those oh, yes. coaches and personalities that, that, that came out. It seems like SEC football starting to get that a little bit more where they'll have – 
Kiffin and those guys having little spats and little yeah. things that happen. It makes it exciting. Absolutely. Right? Well, it's anything that can make it somewhat of a, I don't want to say WWE or a mm. little soap opera-ish. It just gives you, you know, because the news cycle is so fast. Yeah. You know, like it, and, and, and it's news cycle is fast. Yeah. I mean, you, you pick up this cell phone and you can know anything in mm. two seconds. Well, and, you know, and 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 the. The, the basic just they won is not really as right. as flashy you know yeah. if it's if they popped off and said something ooh I can't believe he said that so and so it's gonna be a, something to watch the next race or, it's on yeah, album. right absolutely there's some really good names coming up though like Chase Briscoe that won last weekend mm-hmm. I mean he's a dirt track guy and, yes and you 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 still have a lot of the, the rich sons right. that are in there right, right. Um, but there's still every now and then you get a good you're a good talent, you yeah. know, and they really shine through. Remember Austin Dillon is that's where uh, Rick Childress sent him up through with mm-hmm. the, the super late model dirt mm-hmm. dirt series. The boy could drive too. Mm-hmm. I uh, actually got the, uh, the one of the cars that I actually worked with with Multimatic was Austin Cindric was our driver, yes. and he's the Daytona 500 winner. <laughs> Come out and of nowhere, I'm like, who's the he, Cindric kid? He's a well, he he's one of those that came from money too. I mean, his, really? his dad is Tim Cindric, the president of Penske. Oh, but. I tell you, he's a great kid. Yeah, awesome kid, and uh, he made that car by f- five cars wide coming did. out of wreck half did. the field behind him, <laughs> he but he got the trophy. <laughs> but he has raced everything from sports cars like I, I yeah. raced. Uh, you know, he he came all the way up through the truck series, and and the, he is really matured. I mean, he's but he's a great kid. I, yeah. I can't say enough. Well, that's him. good. That gives me a little better Im- Im- impression of him, man. Because I'm saying, I'm going. Oh, he's going to wreck. He's pulling. He's pulling a Jimmy Johnson because that's what Jimmy yeah. Johnson would do. Yeah, he'd, oh, yeah. he'd go up, run somebody in the wall, come back mm-hmm. down, and, mm-hmm. and half the field's wrecking behind him. But he got his championships. So. Yeah, yeah. He, he's still learning. But if you see him like in, in the truck series, he was awful. I mean, just aggressive and couldn't do anything. And then he won a Xfinity championship two years ago. Okay, and uh, just really, really impressive. Really impressive. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. So you said your cars are mostly stock. So yeah. I mean, it's is it a rail? I mean, is or is it a you know a sub car with a subframe or a no. full frame? So they pull them off of the their body in whites. So they come off of the same assembly line as dying. all of it, and we put a roll cage in it. They're okay. gutted. Yeah, engine control system, brakes, um, you Suspensions. know, engine engines from Roush Yates. Yeah, uh, so change the sus- suspension parts. Any so usually yeah. uh, the, uh, like uh, I think. Uh, I can't remember the 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 uh, suspension. Coney or somebody was our is our shock or Penske was our shock supplier. Okay, so you have to use their shocks. You know, but you can you. do you can do all kinds of things with them. But I mean, same bodywork that comes from the factory, wing everything. You know, oh, so so Camaros, BMWs, Porsches, racing. It's all okay. those. So it's not just my thing. What tracks you do you guys run? Daytona, uh, Virginia Inter- Virginia International Raceway, Watkins Glen, Mid Ohio. Uh, Laguna Seca, Coda. You ever go down to uh, Sebring? Sebring, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's where I was supposed to be this weekend, but I kind of got pulled away from it. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to work on a Mercedes team, so I, I, it worked out. So yeah, I'm glad it I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you? What's your connection here with Eli's Block Party? So, um, actually, uh, I met Eli through church when I was going to church uh, with uh, Christy and Vic. Okay, you know? and uh, so I was racing with Jack Rouse Jr. and he loved Mustangs, and yes. so several times I had him down to Barber. We raced at Barber. Really? Play, 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 play. Play. Okay. Yeah, and so got him in the car, you know, and uh, and then it, there's actually. Uh, um, the exhaust and some other things on Eli's car that's out here was donated by Roush, so they did some I'll stuff for, for him before, you know, before he passed. Before he passed. Yeah, so he got to see some real race cars and sit in them and do all that kind of stuff. Good, so, yeah. good, good. Yeah. I, I remember 
It was Bristol? No, yeah, it was Bristol. Or maybe it was Talladega. Could have been Richmond. I don't know. But anyways, uh, Mr. Roush's driver had just won. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the cat in the hat. Yeah, oh yeah. It's this guy you see on TV. Oh, yeah. And you're walking up to him, and he's happy. He's having uh, great race, Mr. Roush. And he yeah. shakes my hand. Yeah. Thank you, man. And he goes yeah. on like, I just shook hands yeah. with Jack Roush. <laughs> the cat in the hat. Yeah. He is Talk a, to me. He's an amazing man. I tell you, he is, he's meant a lot to me. He's done a lot for me. Uh, um I, I go out to eat with him every time I go to Detroit, you, you know, go. and he turns it, 80 this year. Wow. And God has taken care of that man. Uh, so he's, he's been in a couple of plane mm-hmm, crashes where he mm-hmm. could have, he should have, could have, should have died. He should have died the first time. Yeah. The second time was rough, too. But, yeah. But, yeah, he uh, he's he's a, he has a, he's an interesting character. I mean, he's one of those, like, he's just a genius level. Mm-hmm. But uh, And so he's always thinking, he's always... Always, you know, always something going on. Ten steps on. ahead, huh? Yeah, but he has a small circle. People, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, he's, he didn't talk to me. Well, I was like, look, I mean, he he's like this, yes. you know, and he's not one of those flashy Rick Hendrick types that just right. is car salesman. You know, he's mm-hmm. not that type. He's no, an he's engineer, not. and yeah. that's just how he is. So. But he's he's awesome. I mean, he, he uh, I texted him uh, after the they won at the Daytona, uh, the preliminary race, preliminary yes. races. And he texts me back, and just just an awesome dude, man. Just awesome. That's good. Good family. That's good. So, what's your next race uh, other, other than today? Uh, we are supposed to go to Virginia International Raceway VIR. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a road course, and it's one of my favorite tracks. Do you guys get fans out there? Oh, there's a lot. Really, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. So a lot of times we we don't do it as much now, but we were the preliminary race bef- on the weekend before the indie races. Okay. And so, but there's a lot of of. Uh, uh, Daytona IMSA fans, There's a lot it? of road course fans. Oh yeah, I got to I got to be a spotter for Randy LaJoy in 2005 at the Mexico. Oh, the first okay. year they had the race in Mexico City, <gasps> and uh, I sit in a <laughs> there in a crowd of screaming Mexicans. Oh yeah, because I oh, think yeah. it's Adrian Hernandez or one of the Mexican drivers oh, yeah, led the first few ne- first few laps. Was Carl Edwards in that one? Yes, he I was, was. I got my picture a, took. Oh, taken. Yeah. We were oh, yeah. we were the guys that everybody wanted to see because we were the tire men. Mm-hmm. Without tires, trucks don't roll. No, uh, and once they got to Mexico City, <laughs> uh, like we got to have tires to get out of here. I mean, mm-hmm. Rusty was was like, "Hey guys, how you doing?" Got a got him to sign my Latin America Goodyear Racing okay, shirt. Okay, it's in yeah, a it's yeah. in a, uh, in a case. shadow box. Nice, so. nice. Yeah, it was that was a great trip. I like to die. Felt like it. You're, you're a mile high in the most polluted city in the oh, world. And you yeah. can't breathe. You don't realize it how uh, much uh, emissions have helped us. You know, from a smog standpoint. Exactly. Like, yeah, I went to Bogota, Colombia, a couple years ago, and it was just like, yeah. Ugh. Uh, couldn't believe it. And Mexico City's down in a volcano crater, mm-hmm. so, it so gets, it just, everything just sits there. Sits there, it don't mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. But when I got back to DFW, I had a quick uh, connection, and I went from one side. That, you know, there the terminals were like a, a horseshoe, a horseshoe mm-hmm. moon shape. And uh, by the time I got to the other side, I had been living for a week on no oxygen. By mm-hmm. the time I got to the other side, I wasn't even winded. I'm like, let's go run a marathon. <laughs> That was a long time ago. But, sorry, I'm, I'm taking over your spot. No, You're just okay. sharing experiences. No, that's okay. That's okay. But 18 hours in that 18 wheeler is mm-hmm. is a it requires patience. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how we win. I didn't get to fly down with with uh, uh, Stu Grant and mm-hmm. Greg Stucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, got, I got to ride in an 18 wheeler. Oh geez. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw, but you know, if you've ever seen the 24 Hours of Le Mans, yes. So that's the same kind of car. Oh, okay, yeah, similar to ours. So. But uh, Hendrick is actually going to put a Gen 7 car 
into the 24 Hours of Le Mans really? next year or the year after? That's one I don't see because you race different classifications oh, yeah. all on the same we track the same at the same time. time. So we have cars. Okay. We have like what we call TC, which is like uh, your Honda Civics and yeah. your Mazda Miatas. Yeah. We're on the same track. But we're, so we're two, we're two. We're going on the same race, but we're all racing each other too. Okay. But usually we're about two or three seconds faster, so we start first, mm-hmm. and so we get all mixed in and stuff. But it, you know, that fans does, that does sound fun. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It so. makes it interesting when you come up on a slower car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. I've been the slower car. People come up on driving on the dirt track before. Yeah. Get out of the way, Tom Cat. <laughs> get around me. <laughs> it's your job, Make not my wild. job, to slow down. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was just the go kart race and go. Shores. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Here's the secret. I want to tell you, if you ever go to the, the, the big tracks like that, the, the, the place in the uh, Destin, I used to go, you sit and you watch before you ever jump in line. For the sit, fast car? Find, find the fastest mm-hmm. cart. And then usually when they pull in, you know, if they let you go, you know, I'm not going to take the one they point me to. Mm. I'm going to go back and find the fastest. Yeah. You ever get hooked up with the right cart? You can lap no, the field, man. <laughs> People don't understand it. No, They're it's competitive. Mm-hmm. I can it see is. Tom, that guy, he's like literally runs the kid in the wall. It's like, get over it, kid. It's going to be a long life. Only mine. Only my own. I know didn't want to get my butt whooped by some big big daddy. <laughs> Rubbin's racing. That's right. right. Rubbin's racing. Right. He didn't wreck you. He rubbed you. Son, Rubbin's racing. <laughs> Okay, Tim, it's time. We, I can sit here and talk racing all morning long. So. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've had uh, enjoyed our time here with Chris Walker of Roush Racing. And it's time to take a break. We will be right back. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. Congratulations to the class of 2022. Your future is bright, and you need fiber-fast internet to support you as you discover all of your possibilities. 
Sign up now for Ardmore Telephone Company's fiber-fast internet, and you'll get the first month free. If you're a current customer, we'd love to discuss all of our internet options with you to help you connect to everything you need. Give us a call at 800-830-9946 today. Fiber is not available in all areas. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right come see all your friends at applebee's in athens 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free monday through friday 11 a.m to 3 p.m seven items to choose from can't make it for lunch visit them for happy hour 3 p.m to 7 p.m or late night half price appetizers with beverage purchase six appetizers to choose from call 233-4430 or order online at applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go applebee's neighborhood grill highway 72 in athens just off i-65 eating good in the neighborhood the reviews are in for Box Drop Mattress in Ardmore, and they're awesome. Just like the store. Box Drop in Ardmore has mattresses made in the USA at huge discounts. Plus, they offer flexible payment options and no credit is needed. And they'll deliver right to your door. Box Drop, located at 26561 Main Street in Ardmore. Open Tuesday through Friday, 430 to 630, and Saturday from noon till 4. Appointments also available by calling 321-8888. Box Drop in Ardmore, 321-8888. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Ladies and gentlemen, here on the Tailgate Talk hotline, it is with a great honor. And I thought of how am I going to introduce this this gentleman as coach or player because he's an NBA coach. champion in 73, a three-time NCAA champion in 70 to 72, and also a head basketball coach from USC, Coach Henry Bibby. It is an honor to get to talk to you, Coach. Welcome to Tailgate Talk. Thanks for you guys having me on. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. We've got our basketball expert, Todd <laughs> Tomlin, here. Uh, he'll be talking to you in a little bit. But I noticed one thing. You you played for Coach Wooden at UCLA, but you were also head coach at USC. Now, that's kind of like a <laughs> yeah. Alabama-Auburn rivalry down here in, 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 the, in this state. Was there, was there any issues from that right off the bat, or did everybody just fall in line and make it, make it work well? 
No, that, that's a great analogy of those two schools down there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it really wasn't difficult. Um, USC gave me an opportunity. USC gave me an opportunity to come in and, and uh, play your college basketball and coach. Uh, UCLA didn't. I got my start at UCLA, and they did a lot for me there. But um, as my career moved on, uh, SC just, like I said, gave me that opportunity to get into to basketball, was really start my college coaching career, and it just, uh, you know, it was good. That's great. Well, Coach, hey, this is Todd. I mean, it is an honor to talk to you. And they throw that word basketball expert out pretty loosely around here. I, I'm not an expert, but uh, it's, it is my favorite sport. And growing up in the South, you know, it's an odd thing since football rules. But um, So a few questions I had for you was, first, growing up, I want to know if uh, you could hit Jim's fastball and could he shoot your eyes out in the driveway on the basketball court? You know, Jim could really throw it. It's, a, it's an old story. Mike Smith, who played with the Philadelphia Phillies, he was saying when I was with the 76ers, he said, we know it was coming hard and it was coming smoking. <laughs> we know where it was coming, you know. It could be at your head or it could be at your feet. We knew it was coming hard. Uh, hey, sometimes you know, I, that's a luxury, yeah, I didn't want to catch him. I, you know, I was not really a <laughs> sure. guy to play. And, uh, you know, a pitcher always wanted to show how hard he can throw. So I caught him a couple of times, but after two or three pitches, that was it. I said, hey, I got to go. I can't sit here and take this abuse the way he's trying to do it. Today. Well, so what about on the basketball court? Could Jim play, play with you? I know he was older, you know, by, what, four or five years. But uh, how long did it take you before you were able to beat him in the driveway? You know, you know, at at that age, being a, you know three or four years older, you know, he was just backing me down and and yeah. hogged the ball and, and you know just, but but I would take him outside and he couldn't come outside and guard him out there and I would make shots, but he would eventually win playing basketball because he was so big and he was just again just abusing his <laughs> size. You know, yeah. he was about six six five six six. I was going to yeah, say, with those, with those big hands, the way he could palm that basketball, I'm sure he could just throw it up and around you, you know over your head, but. Um, oh, he had, giant, he had giant hands. He could hold so many baseballs. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I got a, that's what I was yeah. telling the guys last week. I can remember a baseball card I had as a kid, and he was holding like eight of them or something in one of in one hand. Yeah. It was incredible. I can't hold two. So, um, Well, um, coming out of college um, and, and going into the draft, was it was it even a consideration for you to go to the ABA? I know the um, Carolina Cougars drafted you, but – was well, I mean, was, did you go, want to go to the NBA, or, or was there some thought there about possibly going to the ABA? You know, I, I thought about the Carolina Cougars at the time. Uh, the ABA was, you know, kind of just getting started. It wasn't what it was as years moved on, and I, I you know, I went to the NBA because I wanted more stability. Right. Um, you know, being drafted by the Knicks and all those those players they had up there. So. <laughs> It was just great to be in, in that company. I, uh, again, Carolina would have been great for me, but um, to get a chance to play in the NBA, uh, to play with the New York Knicks, who had won the championship the year before, I believe, and uh, to be on the team with Earl Monroe and Walt Frazier and yeah. you know, David yeah. Bush, Will Reed, and Jerry wow. Lucas, and you could go down the line and yeah. name people. Barnett. Uh, yeah, it was a great team, and uh, uh, you know, it was a great opportunity for me. And, and uh, it was another start of a career that, that lasted, you know, nine years for me. It was yeah. great. I guess um, coming off those three straight NCAA championships and then going into the NBA and then winning that 
uh, first NBA championship, you were probably beginning to wonder there for a while if you were ever going to have to experience, you know, a losing <laughs> season, right? That's pretty impressive, man. It, I'm, I'm sure that you're probably one of the very few uh, men that can ever say that's ever happened to them. It's only a few. I think it was three or four of us that, that had gone from, you know, winning in college to, to the NBA winning that way. But, you know, at that age of, you know, 20, 21, 22, you really don't think about that. You, you think about more as you, as you, as you get older yeah. of, uh, just being a part of so many winning teams in, in a row and you just, you kind of expect it. Oh, you know, man, I, I kind of, yeah. you know, in, at UCLA, we, we kind of expected to win every year. And we did, and I went to New York, and, you know, we won there as well. But then I went to the Jazz, the New Orleans Jazz, uh, that wasn't a winning team. Yeah. And I, gosh, man, what, you know, uh, losing is not fun. No, so, no. <laughs> I, you know, so I really started to appreciate those those uh, those winning years of college and with the Knicks, uh, opposed to, you know, getting with some other teams that, that weren't winning a lot of games, and that was... Uh, you know, with the Jazz at the time, and also I, I had a, some uh, downtime with the Clippers when I was with them. But I, then I got to Philadelphia, and it was a great, great stay in Philadelphia for me. Went to the finals twice. We didn't win yeah. the years that I was there, but they won. I think a year or so after I left. Uh, but I was very happy for them, and and uh, it's, it was a great career, great career. Absolutely, Henry. Uh, I noticed you're from Franklin, North Carolina. And you went to play at UCLA. I got to know, did Dean Smith ever recruit you for North Carolina? And what made you decide to go to the West Coast? And how was it playing for John Wooden? You know, it was, it's a great question. Um, you know, I was a, a sought-after high school player, uh, a lot of the um, the uh, black schools there. And, and Norm Sloan was at uh, NC State. Norm Sloan, Norm Sloan is the only coach that offered that scholarship uh, in the uh, – in the uh, Atlantic Coast Conference. Wow. Uh, Dean Smith, four years later, Dean Smith was in the finals here in L.A. Uh, and came up to me and said, guys, how did I let you get away? <laughs> <laughs> You're in my backyard. He said, I made a mistake on you. I wish I had taken you. And and I would have gone to North Carolina more than likely, um, you know, if they had come come for me. Um, another school that I was interested in going to was Guilford, Guilford College. Hmm. Uh, in Guilford, North Carolina, wow. I, I was really interested in going there with the coach uh, who visited me every day and became a part of my family. Uh, his name is Jerry Steele, very, very a good friend of mine years ago, and and um, I, he had me he had me at Guilford College because I'd never really gone away from home. And uh, the last minute UCLA came in, and you know I had my family was saying. Well, let's see how good you can you really are, and you know, go out and get a great education. Come back and be a school teacher. That's kind of what happened. That's why I didn't really end up going to Guilford College. That's interesting. Well, now, I've got a couple of questions here. Now, you were on three of those uh, championship teams with Coach Wooden, and um, we had talked with uh, Andre McCarter, who came in. Yeah. I think after you left, the year after you left, but uh, and we talked to him about how meticulous coach wooden was about everything even you know down to tying your shoelaces um right and which you know he explained that and we get it you know you don't want blisters so uh yeah so going from your um well how much how much of his philosophies and, and ways of doing things translated to the way you coached later on well, it, it was a big, 
big, big part of what I what I tried to to teach the young people that I was involved with. And and you know, with not only Coach Wooden, there were a lot of people that I took things from. Uh, Red Hoseman with the Knicks, uh, Gene Shue with the Seventy Sixers, Janet Van Bredekoff, Butch Butch Van Bredekoff, yeah. who was with me in uh, in. Uh, the jazz down there with Pistol Pete. Uh, I was going to ask you if you were down there with Pistol Pete. Yeah, yeah, I was down with Pistol Pete, and and you know, I took stuff from Paul Silas, who was with his, uh, who I was with with the Clippers. So you you took a lot of things from from all these coaches that you've been a part of. But I guess um, being with Coach Wooden at the beginning of my career just solidified a lot of things I wanted to do. I'm, I'm big in the fundamentals. Um, uh, and that's why, you know, I do some of the things I do now with my uh, basketball that I invented because I wanted to get back to the grassroots of fundamentals, and that's what Coach Wooden was all about. Uh, so I, I, I've taken fundamentals and, and try to keep that uh, in my bag of tricks, I guess, to try to teach kids uh, about basketball and what it's all about. you got to learn how to play. You need to learn how to play basketball. You just don't go out and play. Right. And you go out and play with a purpose, and that's what Coach always talked to us about, you're playing with a purpose, not just going out and playing. He would really hate for us to see uh, an NBA basketball game because we would come back the next day <laughs> and we all wanted to be NBA players and we would jack up shots. And he said, I know what you guys saw last night. I know you saw the NBA basketball, and we had. So he knew how, how important it was to teach fundamentals. And were you, were you at UCLA with a guy who was then known as Lou Alcindor? <laughs> he was a year before me. Okay, okay. Uh, so, you know, I was there the year that, uh, you know, I saw the, the freshman team. I, I wasn't there, but I saw the uh, when he was a freshman, the freshman beat the varsity team that year, and they go on to win the championship. The varsity go on to win the championship, but the freshman team beat him. <laughs> so it just shows how good. You know, uh, you know, Kareem was uh, in in his whole career at UCLA. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Now, I also see from 1976 to 1980, you played with the 76ers. Uh, was you? Did you also play with a gentleman by the name of Julius Irving, also known as Doctor J? I played with him. He's the godfather of my son, and wow, That's he's awesome. just a, he's just a great, great, great gentleman. Uh, he and I go back years and years, and and. Uh, uh, you know, I, there's nothing but good things I have to say about him. He's probably a better person than he, than he is a basketball player, if, if you can believe that. Uh, you know, knowing him personally, uh, the family type of man he was, and uh, there's nothing, you know, I could say anything negative about a gentleman like that. Well, we we watched him as, Man, as kids yeah. growing up. Even absolutely, I, I'm not I'm more of a baseball guy myself. But when when Julius Irvin was on the court, and you guys were playing. It's he was he was a he was a. I don't know. Yeah. Human seven, highlight reels, those man. Those seventy six are my favorite. He chose yes. something different every night. He, he was just just a great great player every night with different moves and and just um, just gifted. You know, he would come to training camp. He wouldn't be in shape, and after one day he's in shape, and I'm <laughs> trying to be in shape all summer, you know, all summer to try to play to be ready for training camp. This this guy would come in after one day he's in shape to play, and I, you know, just, you know, those super, super guys like that is made up differently uh, than most of us, and they can do things easier, and their bodies adapt, um, you know, better. They were talking about, we're talking about the, uh, 
the horse uh, secretariat and how why secretary is so great. The secretariat heart was bigger than the other heart, oh, other yeah. uh, horse hearts. So you know, it's, it's a guy like like Dr. J has something different than the rest of us uh, to make him that good, and that's what a lot of the superstars are like. That. Yep. Hi, coaches. Todd again. Um, so, you know, through the years, we mentioned your coaching, you know, through the CBA, USC, um, even that brief stint with the Liberty Sparks, and then, of course, assistance at Philadelphia, Memphis, and Detroit. I know you're uh, still currently, I guess, doing basketball camps, and I'd read somewhere where um, there for a while you you had, a, I guess, a campaign that you were giving back to the to homeless. Um, well, you, you know, Todd, I'm doing, I'm doing a couple of things. Um, you know, you want you – want somewhat of a legacy that you leave that people really know about you and I, I started a non-profit for homeless kids uh, there are over 3 million homeless kids in the United States and we, we've kind of forgotten about yeah. the kids we, we yeah. talk about homeless people at times but you know, we, we don't talk about many homeless kids and at-risk kids and foster kids that are out there and what I'm trying to do uh, we take donations uh, and I put on basketball camps for the kids. And, you know, most of the kids have never gone to a basketball camp before. So we've had a few here in L.A. that we bring them in and put them in that setting of of uh, seeing what, what uh, basketball is all about and how it how it relates to their life. Yeah. Uh, with discipline, you know, confidence, you know, working with people, teamwork, sportsmanship. So we, we put all that into play and, um, and help the kids, you know, enjoy that time of being – uh, away from their situation. I took them to a uh, Clipper game this year, the Clippers gave us tickets, which was really good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, there's some organizations that really helped us. They gave us about 50 tickets to bring the kids out. Uh, kids have never been to a professional basketball game. I've really seen any professional basketball players in person. Yeah. And the Clippers gave them an opportunity to do that, which I really appreciate that. And, you know, doing the, ta- doing the camp, Del Taco, Provided the lunch for us and Gatorade was really big and giving us Gatorade. Uh, you know, Asics, uh, the shoe company, yeah. you know, gave us gave us a gym to use. So, you know, we, we look at donations like that to put those camps on around the the um, immediate area of Los Angeles. But I want to do it, you know, outside of that. I, I also have um, a training tool that I invented. It's a three-in-one training tool that that teaches you really how to play, how to get better uh, playing basketball, how you uh, you train with me because uh, I'm the one that invented the basketball. So I'm, if you get one of these balls, it teaches you how to, the correct way to hold the ball to shoot. Oh, sweet. It teaches you the correct way to keep your hand on the ball to dribble. Uh, and it also it teaches you how to get them a stance to rebound. So it's really interesting you know, for $89. Uh, you can get this basketball that, that teaches you the whole gamut of playing basketball, how to get better. Uh, and it's your own trainer. You're training with me. Which, mm-hmm. if you had it, if you had a trainer, it was about a hundred and twenty-five dollars, hundred twenty-five dollars an hour. You yeah. have your own trainer. Yep. So you know, it's um, really, really interesting that uh, I can leave some of these things behind me. Exactly. And I. Uh, when I leave here, that's, yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, it's a wonderful legacy to have. And before I turn this back over to Tim, share with us real quick, like, you know, maybe your website or contact information and, uh, you know, so we can donate and look at, at purchasing maybe some of that stuff. 
I appreciate that. You know, people go to DribblePro.com. They can find out about the basketball. The the website for uh, my nonprofit is HenryBabyStar.org. Um, and, you know, people can donate. They can help put on these camps with me. We can, they can follow me online uh, and, and see what I'm trying to do. Um, you know, I, I have a lot to give back, and I, I want to give something back to uh, the kids that are out there and the kids who, who really wanted and needed who haven't had it, that opportunity. That's awesome, Coach. Thank you so much for joining us here. We're going to have to take a quick break, but uh, don't be a stranger. Come back, join us on Tailgate Amen. Talk again, man. It's been a it's been an awesome, awesome time talking to I you. I appreciate you guys. Thank Great you. questions and and the best to everybody. Okay, thank right. you, thank you, thank you, thank you coach. sir. That was Coach Henry Bibby, good, good point guard. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm glad. We, Todd we, we need to throw him. some kudos out to this man right here, producer man, yeah. extraordinaire. Tim That's Lambert. why we call him extraordinary. Absolutely. Right? Uh, You're nailing it, brother. You are. And he, he he said he got to play with Pistol Pete, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, New Orleans. That's when they That's wasn't what, too good. The jazz. Yes. They, yeah, he Stunk. said when they wasn't too Yeah, they were bad. But they had Pistol Pete, and they had a good backcourt. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, it's time to toss it off to our sponsors. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. Congratulations to the class of 2022. Your future is bright, and you need fiber-fast internet to support you as you discover all of your possibilities. Sign up now for Ardmore Telephone Company's fiber-fast internet, and you'll get the first month free. If you're a current customer, we'd love to discuss all of our internet options with you to help you connect to everything you need. Give us a call at 800-830-9946 today. Fiber is not available in all areas. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Healthmark pharmacy. As your local Healthmark pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local Healthmark pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. 
Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. The Bamazak Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bamazak Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bamazak Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Keep up with Athens and Limestone County Sports with a Play Action Sports Report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Ladies and gentlemen, on the Applebee's Tailgate Talk hotline, former Major League, and I'm going to say it, Jim, former Major League great, Jim Gosker on WKAC's Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much. Nice to be there. Hey, we're, I want to hear a lot about it, man. You've played with some of the great teams, the Red Sox, the Amazing Mets, and me uh, Me and my our cohort here, uh, Todd, is uh, – we're uh, we're we're old baseball fans. I mean, we remember the teams in the seventies. So, uh, so uh, tell us what how you got your start, and uh, and just just begin with a general description of your your career. Well, I had thirteen great years of professional baseball. Um, moved around the country a little bit. I played with seven different major league teams, and overall, I had a great time. It was probably the 13 best years of my life. I was able to do something that I enjoyed doing and uh, made my father and mother very proud. Sure. How have you seen the game change from back when, when you played? Um, we, we've had uh, some other guys on that played professional ball, but it, it was different. It was different back then. It seemed like you know, seemed like you guys were tougher than, uh, than the guys these days that play. Or is that just me? <laughs> well, you know, back when I played... Um, there was pretty strict regulations as far as uh, uh, any communication that we had with the other ball players. Um, we were strictly told that uh, if we conversed with the other ball players during our warm-ups, uh, there were umpires around and uh, you'd be fined. Wow. Um, nowadays. Um, Guys are going around hugging each other, and <laughs> which is fine. You know, it's 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 fine. But um, things change, I guess, with with the uh, you know with the new kids coming up. Um, the strike zone is different uh, from when we played. Uh, our strike zone was from the chest to the knees. Now you got to throw the ball in the tin cup. Yeah. So <laughs> it yes, definitely sir. worked out for the hitters. Uh, pretty tough on the pitchers, but um, those things and and the like. I say the dress code. Um, we had to wear stirrups. 
we had, uh, you know, look presentable. These guys nowadays, they dress like they just come out of a, uh, a house. You know, they don't, they just don't, um, you know, it just nice. I know there was a there was a uh, kind of a big stink when Ken Griffey Jr. used to walk around with his hat on backwards and and, and all that. And I thought, okay, that's not that big a deal. I mean, well, a, a catcher does it for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, we, Kenny, we just we just couldn't do that when we played. You know, I mean, yeah. the, the owners back then were I don't know maybe old fashioned. I don't uh, you know. And and you talk to most of the ball players, and and um, you know they watch the games nowadays, and it's it's completely different. Um, I, I on my Facebook, I have Duke Sims, Mike Edland, uh, Ronnie Stone, and we talk. Even uh, Denny McLean, we talk all the time about you know the difference between playing back then and playing now, and um, it's really changed. But maybe it's changed for the best. Uh, Money-wise, it's definitely changed for the best. You know, it, back when I played, if you made $100,000, back in the 60s and 70s, you were doing very well. Now that's chump change for these guys. But I don't begrudge them. You know, I mean, if they're there, they're there for a short period of time. Make as much money as you can. And, and they must be able to to afford it, the owners, because uh, the guys are making big bucks, which is fine. Well, and, and and a lot of folks make a stink about you know all these players are making all this money, but if if people are paying to go see them, and you know will pay the price to go see them, then you know, yeah. pay them. Much. Everything everything was paid for when we played. You know, transportation. Um, in some cases, on some of the teams that I played, or one team that I played in particular. Um, the owner was a bit uh, eccentric, I, I would say. And I remember flying from Minnesota back to our hometown. He had us on three different planes. He had like oh. six guys on one plane, six guys or seven guys on another plane, and, you know, just to save a few bucks. But um, <laughs> nowadays, I guess everything is first class, which is it should be. Oh, sorry, I was just going to ask you real quick, Jim. Hey, this is Todd. Um, so coming out of high school, I saw where you were, you know, really good all-around athlete, all-state in basketball, all-state in football, um, and obviously I'm sure baseball as well. So what was, was just the love of the game of baseball is what led you to continue on further? Did, did you get any offers? I can't hear you. I okay, can't I'm hear sorry. you, <laughs> This This is Todd. So coming out of high school, I saw where you were all-state in football and basketball, um, did the love of the game of baseball, is that what led you to just continue on with that, or did you get offers um, to play college ball in any other sport? Well, you know, when I was growing up, um, my dad was most instrumental in me playing. Um, I started out in Little League when I was eight years old, and I was playing um, sometimes three, four, five days a week. And ironically, when I get into high school, my better sport was football and, and basketball, but um, once I went over, I had a full-ride scholarship over at Michigan State for football. Well, when I went over there um, in the spring to look things over, I went into the cafeteria and saw some of those uh, 
offensive and defensive linemen, and I said, this game's not for me. So I, I took up a different sport. Uh, I was too small at that time. I was only 185 or 190 pounds, and you look at those linemen that are 270 and 300 pounds, no, I don't want them to hit me. So I give that up real quick. Jim, what? But I... I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're finish your thought there. Well, I, you know, I did, my dad was very instrumental. He always wanted me to play ball. And I got to a point when I, just before I signed, I was playing on three different teams. And, um, you know, he, he enjoyed watching me play, had a chance to, to see me play professionally, my first professional game. And it was pretty neat. And it was a, a dream that he always told me. I, I remember when he was on his deathbed, and this was probably six, seven years after I was out of pro ball, and he was laying in the bed, and he looked at me and he said, Jimmy, don't forget to hit the fastball. <laughs> I said, okay, Dad. You know, but, I mean, that this was one thing that he instilled in my mind, you know, make sure you hit the fastball. And I was a dead fastball hitter. And... You know, luckily it worked out for me. But I had some good coaches. I had great managers. I had some not so good. You know, but overall, for 13 years, I can't complain. You know, and it's it's ironic. You know, they they talk about the salaries. I make more now in my retirement, and I only had eight years in the big leagues. But I make more in retirement than I made when I played my best year. Wow. So you know, the the money is there. And um, like I say, I don't begrudge the guys um, making that kind of money because it, they're there for a short period of time. They just got to know how to invest their money the right way, and they never have to work again. You know, I had to work. I would come home after a season, and I'd have to work in the in the fall time refereeing football, basketball, baseball, just to make ends meet to take care of my family. Um, nowadays, these guys, you know, they've got all kinds of uh, exercise equipment, beautiful houses and everything, which is fine. You know, I mean, that's that's a great way to live. And I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. I'm, I'm healthy. Um, I've had two new knees and a new hip from playing ball. But, you know, for my age, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for what I got. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy to, to be able to, you know, to walk around and enjoy life now. I've been retired for, let's see, 14 years, and I I just enjoy life now. I play a little golf, but that's, you know, that's about the extent of my exercise. I can't referee anymore because I can't run anymore. But, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I enjoy, I enjoy watching the games. You know, I'm, I'm all Boston has always been my favorite because of the, the team that I signed with, and I watched them very closely. And um, I always wanted to get back into coaching. Um, never had the opportunity. I had one general manager tell me when they released me from New York, he said, would you like to be the hitting instructor in AAA ball at uh, Norfolk, Virginia? And I said, I'd love that. That was back in 1974. It is now 2017, and I haven't had a call yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, I, that... I had one minor league. I had one uh, offer from a Texas league rookie league, and when the guy called, I said to him, um, "You know, 
I'm interested, but I said, what is the travel accommodations? And he says, well, we travel by bus. And I says, okay, that's fine. I said, uh, but he said our shortest trip is 12 hours. And oh, I said, oh. no, I think I'll pass on that. Oh, yes, sir. And that was the only time. But I, I've always wanted to instruct um, young kids. I had the opportunity. I coached JV ball up in uh, a, a town up north of here. Uh, for one year until the little varsity coach wanted to tell me how to run my program. And I told the athletic director I forgot more baseball than that kid would ever know. And I said, you know, I've had enough of that. I don't need some young kid trying to tell me how to run a baseball program. So that was the extent of my, my coaching. But I've always enjoyed working with the kids. I've always had that. I had the one opportunity, and and I worked with them. And the funny thing about the situation was when that guy started coming to me, I talked to the athletic director, you got to take care of him. He says, well, I'm new on here. And he says, you're going to have to talk to him. I said, no. I said, my kids go out there and play for two hours. We practice three days a week. He practices seven days a week. I don't need that. They don't need that. You can't keep their attention that long. So that was the extent of that. But I had a good time. You know, the parents called me up. You can't quit. I said, I'm not listening to a little guy telling me how to run a program. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, you, you, you played for 13 years. I think I understand the game a little bit. But this kid was, and they ended up getting fired the following year. So, you know, I guess what goes around comes around. You, you mentioned that you were asked to be uh, uh, or talked about becoming a hitting coach. Now, I, I am not a fan of the major league swing right now. I'm old school. I, I was a fan of Pete Rose, the ball player. I liked yeah. uh, the 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 shortened down, the short swing, the quick compact bat. If, what's some of your thoughts? Well, you know, on, you I, know, to me, I I was very fortunate. My first year in pro ball, um, I went to spring training. I was only 19 years old, and at that time, they were uh, the major leagues were were trying to fill seven or eight teams in their organization. In other words, they had rookie ball, they had uh, A ball, or uh, they had B ball, C ball, D ball, double A, and triple A. Well, I was I was projected to start out in Class C ball in Pocatello, Idaho. Well, when we went to spring training. I had a little manager named Eddie Papasi, one of the best I've ever, you know, and he, he was very instrumental on, on me playing because he taught me and told me what, it, what I needed to do to get to the big leagues. But as far as hitting, we had a hitting instructor named Ted Williams. <laughs> you know, you can't ask for anything better than that. So it was funny because when I went into the cage for batting practice, he would stand there and he'd watch you. And he'd never say anything. And then when you come out of the cage, he'd say, let's try this. He would never say, you know, this is the way I want you to hit. Just let's try this. And, it, you know, his theory was he had three points. He said, get a bat you can handle, make sure you cover the plate, and make sure you get a good pitch to hit. And he says, you're going to get at least one good pitch to hit every time you come to the bat. Don't miss it. That was his theory. And 
you know, he was forty. He was forty-four years old at that time, and he was out there hitting batting, hitting against the major league pitchers. And throw that stuff up there, and nothing but line drives. But he, his theory was to stay on top of the ball, always stay on top of the ball. And I've always taught that to the kids. I want you to hit the ball down on the ground, on the ground. Eventually, they'll become line drives. Anytime you lift your shoulders, they're going to hit the ball in the air. So always think in terms of chopping down on the ball. And it's worked. You know, it's worked for me, and it's worked for the kids that I that I had a chance to work with. You know, it's and it's it's a simple theory. You know, um, don't try to overpower the ball. Just, you know, get a good pitch to hit. And, you know, I had kids that would come back up, and they'd come back, and they'd stand there and take a third strike. I said, mm. son, do not take a third strike. Swing. I don't care if you miss it. Swing at the ball. And I've always taught that theory to be aggressive when you're at the plate. And, you know, it worked for me. And, um, you know, it worked for the kids that I, that I had the opportunity to work with. So, you know, you can make hitting very difficult if you think too much. You know, just go up there and look for the ball. That, that was a theory that I always thought. I'm just looking for the ball. Jim, a couple of things here. You were a multi-sport athlete, and we kind of preached this on the show. I'm sure playing those other sports helped you in your game of baseball. Well, no question, you know, but, but I, I didn't have time for girls when I was in high school. I mean, I, my whole theory was I, I played baseball in the, in the spring. I played basketball in the, uh, in the winter. I played football, and I ran track. So I was pretty much um, all around, and I was fortunate, you know, that – that God gave me the ability that I could play all the sports. And I, like I said, ironically, I was a better basketball player and a football player than a baseball player. But we played more games. You know, in the springtime, we only played maybe 10 to 12 baseball games, where in basketball, you were playing 24 to 26 games, and in football, you had probably 12 games. So um, there was a difference there, but I mean, I started, I, when I was a young kid, even in grade school, I was shooting baskets. I, would, I was an older boy. I'd go and, and serve mass at 6.30 in the morning, and then I'd go shoot baskets till I had to go into school at 9 o'clock. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I was fortunate. I had the, the, some ability, um, God-given ability. I had, but I wanted to do this stuff. You know, I, want, I wanted to. One thing I always wanted to do was play hockey, but I couldn't skate. <laughs> you know, and my 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 son was a was a great skater and a good hockey player, and he was a hockey official. So, um, you know, he's the only boy I had, and and uh, I had four other girls, and um, you know, he was just uh, he was a natural athlete, and. Uh, but he was into hockey more than he was into baseball, <laughs> which was fine. Well, my other comment here, you have, and I mentioned this to you on Facebook, uh, you've got a uh, connection here with the Tennessee Valley in that you played with the Seattle Pilots in their only year of existence with a guy we know around here or, or did know, Don Mincher, who was the general manager of, of the Huntsville Stars here. Good guy. 
great guy. You know, we had we had a fun team out there. Um, I mean, we had a collection of, of um, pretty much cast-offs, but we had a good team. You know, I mean, we weren't going to win the pennant, but we were going to be competitive. We had Mincher, we had Tommy Davis, um, Richie Rollins. You know, we had some, we had Diego Segui. We had some decent pitching. Um, I mean, my time out there was was only about two months. And it was ironic because I had my wife out there. We we drove out there. They drove out there. And I think it was a month after the season began, they sent me to Vancouver. So we get over to Vancouver. Now I'm there. I had hit. I was there for two weeks and hit over 500. And um, the Mets general manager uh, at the time, I'm trying to think of his name, he was scouting, and they sold me to the Mets. And I said, and they said, you're going to Tidewater. I said, where in the hell is Tidewater? <laughs> and they said, Norfolk, Virginia. I went, oh, my God. Back in the car we get, I drove my family back to, to Michigan, took two, three days, and then I flew down to Tidewater. But you know, at Tidewater, which was Norfolk, I played on the best minor league team I ever played on. We had uh, Roy Foster was in the outfield, Amos Otis, myself, and we had Bibby, Matlack. We had all the good pitchers down there. And we ended up winning the league when I joined the club. But it was... You know, it's an experience, but I enjoyed the thing about Seattle that was that was funny. When we walked in opening day, they had a crane in left field still putting in seats down the left field line. I'll never forget that. Everybody saying, "What is this?" And I said, "Well, this is a stadium we're playing in." You know, but you know the people out there—they were nice. You know, they did it was something new for them, and. Um, there was a man that came through here. I, I, I got a call from Major League Baseball about, oh, it was last year. And they said there's a gentleman coming through that's from Seattle. He's sending a representative, and he wants you to sign some stuff. And I said, okay, you know, whatever. And they're going to pay, uh, I don't know, $800, $800 for signing this stuff. So when the guy came, we signed the stuff. And I said, why is this guy doing that? He says it's, he's an in, in, he's a a very rich man out here, and he says he has clients, and he's he says he's got a whole thing of the Seattle pilots, uh, a whole um, big arena with all the stuff in it. And he says he gives it to his clients, and I said that's pretty neat. But you know that was a one year deal out there in Seattle, and I and I think that it could have been bigger if if we'd have had probably different general manager and, and different owners. You know, it's they're doing well out there now, which is nice. I love it out there. I just love the area. Beautiful. Well, Jim, we want to thank you for coming on the show, bud. I tell you what, it's been fun, uh, Man, fun yeah. chatting with you, listening to, uh, especially getting hitting coached by Teddy Ball game there. That was mm. that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, keep in touch on Facebook, and uh, I enjoyed talking to you guys. Thank you very much for calling me. Hope to hear from you again right. out here. Thanks. You guys have a great day, huh? Thank you, sir. Oh, that was that was fun. Jim Gosker. Hey, we're time to take a break. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talking WKAC, the Big Ten 80.
Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quote. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right the reviews are in for box drop mattress in ardmore and they're awesome just like the store box drop in ardmore has mattresses made in the usa at huge discounts plus they offer flexible payment options and no credit is needed and they'll deliver right to your door box drop located at 26561 main street in ardmore open tuesday through friday 4 30 to 6 30 and saturday from noon till 4 appointments also available by calling 321-8888 box drop in ardmore 321-8888 takes the snap he's gonna roll out to the far side he's gonna throw it off his back foot deep he's got a man touchdown james clemens Be listening for James Clemens High School football this coming season as the Jets take on the best in Class 7A competition. You can hear every featured game streamed live online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device or on your Play Action Sports app and later on demand. You can also hear the replays Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Join us for exciting coverage of James Clemens Jets football this coming season from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor to bring online here Mr. Ray Scott 
who is one of the, as of April 2008, was one of the top 30 all-time greats for the Detroit Pistons and the first African-American NBA head basketball coach. Ray Scott, welcome to the show, sir. Well, thank you, my friend. You played against some of the greats, right? Uh, you, you being one of the greats, played against some of the greats. Uh, what was it like to go on against? Who was the toughest matchup that you went? You, I think your bio said you were 6'9", so you, you probably yeah. had to play with your back to the goal a good bit. Who, who was one of your uh, toughest matchups? Actually, uh, at 6'9", when I came into the league, I was a player uh, that came with uh, an array of offensive skills. So I've actually played facing the best. Oh, good. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I played alongside Bailey Howell, and our center was Walter Dukes. Um so those, but remember the years that I played, and I have to remind people of this when they look at today's NBA, that the old NBA was just stacked with Hall of Fame centers. And so on a nightly basis at center, you would see Wilt and Bellamy and, and Thurmond and Kareem and, you know, the, the, those types of players. But at forward, you had players like Bob Pettit, who was uh, my matchup, and you had uh, Elgin Baylor. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Los yes. Angeles Lakers, and you had Dal Shays from the Syracuse Nationals, and Johnny Green and Willie Knowles from the New York Knicks, and Paul Ayers, and in Philadelphia. So I tell people when I had to guard those guys that I was not getting a lot of sleep. <laughs> now, how has the game changed in your eyes these days, for better or for worse? Well, what are your thoughts on the modern NBA game? Well, the, the modern NBA game is structured to entertainment. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's how it's structured. I played my last two years uh, in the ABA with the Virginia Squires, so I saw the advent of that game, but I didn't, I didn't think it would take in the uh, traditional NBA uh, the NBA was built around post-play, uh, fundamentals, backdoor cuts, 15-foot jump shot. The new game is built around the dunks and the three-point shot. And so the three-point shot was the real big thing in the, uh, in the ABA in the two years that I played. I, I always tell people it was so strange to go to a league and play the game where you had a two, uh, three on two fast break. And the two, the three on two fast break guy would wind up with the three point side shooting a three pointer. And, and, you know, it was just like, this is crazy. I never played basketball like this, <laughs> but it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then the entertainment aspect, uh, which they now have in the, uh, in the, uh, NBA, you know, you're constantly entertained with dancers and jugglers and all of that. Uh, in the old ABA, that was that was the structure. That was the way it was. You entertained the fans for the whole 48 minutes, not just timeouts and half times and so forth. Well, now the NBA does that. Uh, the NBA has the three-point shot. In my opinion, the only thing that the NBA did not copy from the ABA is the red, white, and blue basket. Ray, Ray uh, you played for the Pistons, but what was it like when you got that call 
that they ask you to be the first African American head basketball coach in the NBA? Well, actually, uh, I wasn't the first uh, uh, head basketball coach. The first was Bill Russell. Oh, Bill, that—that's exactly right. Exactly right. right. Yeah, yeah. They were they were player coaches. Yes. Uh, and uh, the first African American coach to be on the sideline in a suit and tie was my predecessor, Earl Lloyd. Me and uh, him too. But, yes, right. My first came in being the first African American to be coach of the year uh-huh. in the NBA. Uh, and actually in pro sports. And that's where you guys have got that first from. Okay. Um, but, you know, that was a historical time coming through the 50s and 60s. Oh, yes. Uh, things were occurring in our nation uh, that had never happened. I mean, I was a big uh, part of the, uh, and I like to say I was part of the 60s movement to change America. Uh, and so that was a key time. Uh, with respect to the NBA uh, and the things that were were going on there, so it was uh, it was you know growing up in the '60s was just incredible to me, and being able to play basketball uh, at the highest level uh, in the world uh, was just you know unbelievable. I think earlier someone one of you guys asked me about my toughest matchup, and that's what I was saying with uh, Elgin Baylor. Uh, you know, it, it was just a nightmare. You know, when you you're playing against a guy that is guaranteeing his team, you know, thirty, thirty-five, forty points, and you're saying, "Well, how do we stop this guy? How, what do you do?" And it's not much. There's not much you do. But it was during that time that all of these great players were in existence: Oscar Robinson, Elgin Baylor, wow. uh, Bob Cousy. Sam Jones, uh, I could just go on and on, uh, but the history uh, of the NBA is a complex one because they set the standard for changing uh, sports, in my opinion. Well, now you talk about the matchups that you had. You had already had a preview because you played against uh, Wilt Chamberlain in high school. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I had great humility. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played against him in high school, and uh, lucky for me, um, I played against him one year. We lost. I lost three games in two years in high school, and they were all through Will Chamberlain. Oh, wow. Um, but he was, I mean, you know, he was a marvel even in high school because he was out playing professional players. He was so gifted athletically. Uh, you just never, you've never seen anything like that for a kid to be 6 feet 11 inches and run the way he did, move the way he did, with the quickness and speed. Uh, you know, great, uh, unbelievable quickness, unbelievable speed. And then you say, this guy is 7'1". <laughs> and a lot of people don't know us. He was a track star. Oh wow! You know, he also ran the four forty, mm-hmm. and he also ran the. Uh, uh, he did a. He was a high jumper, just, and he threw the shot put. Yeah, I started to say I thought he was a high jumper. Of course, he probably could have just yeah. stepped over the bar, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, well, he and Bill Russell were high jumpers. Yeah, they both were high jumpers. When I, uh, some of your uh, the teams that you played for, I've noticed here uh, three out of the four are 
no longer around. I mean, you were you you went in to the Allentown Jets, and uh, yes. whenever you first went into the league, and then uh, of course the Baltimore Bullets are they went to Washington, and then now they're the Wizards, yes. and then the Virginia Squires. Of course, the ABA is not even around anymore, but. Um, right. Uh, and you mentioned the, the the Syracuse Nationals. I mean, some of the stuff I like to read is from those those days uh, of uh-huh. the of the NBA. And and I grew up, uh, you know, watching you know late '60s, early '70s. You know, the the Elgin yes. Baylor's late, later years and, and yours and, and and Jerry West and you know when mm-hmm. when Wilt went out and Kareem came in and the, I don't know that that was my favorite time of the NBA, really particularly. Wonderful, yeah. That that that's why I say that was really a story time because of the compilation of talent. I mean, which you just pointed out. I mean, you talked about a favorite guy of mine uh, was Jerry West. I mean, I, I, you know, those guys. I get chills just talking about them because those guys were so special to the game. They were so talented, and they did what they. They did what they did without great compensation. Um, but they were just absolute, most of them are absolute gentlemen, uh, good friends, good teammates, uh, good competitors. Um, but, you know, you, of course you have guys that are just your favorites, but one of my favorite guys was, uh, was, uh, uh, Jerry West. And, and of course, then I had my favorites in Philadelphia because I'm from Philadelphia, which was Paul Arizon. Uh, Wilt, unfortunately, was not a favorite of mine. He humbled <laughs> me so greatly that I just did not see him as a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, looking at your Facebook page, Ray, you have a quote on there under your photograph that said, uh, The Dude Abides. Is that your. Is that yes. your Facebook page? Are you a fan yes, of sir. the Big Lebowski, or is that just coincidence? <laughs> No, I'm I'm beyond fan. I'm a, I'm a devotee. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a good movie. One of the waitresses here at Applebee's uh, was working somewhere, and they had a, a big Lebowski. Uh, oh, trivia night one night. So when I saw yes. that on there, I thought, oh yeah, Mister Scott would have been good with that one. Oh yes, sir. We we have nights here where in in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where the families will dress up like Lebowski. Uh, and uh, uh, in the outfit, uh, Walter, you know, yeah. with, with the naval outfit. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I, you know, I like a, a quick repartee. And it's, you know, the, the amazing thing to me about the Lebowski is it's quick, but it's stated down. It's like, you know, is this guy really, you know, well-educated? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the but the the responses are so quick, and it's just I don't know. It's just one of the great greatest movies I've ever it's, ever seen, and it, I and I, and I will watch it if if I'm sitting with you guys. Yeah. And it, it came on right now. I, I'm say I'm sorry, guys. I got to stop and watch this. Film. Well, Ray, you've seen it two hundred times. <laughs> well, there might be that one quote that you missed those that other one hundred and ninety nine times. No. That's right. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. But yeah. The dude abides. Is, I have the T-shirt. I wear the T-shirt. And, <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know, and I'm and I'm a six foot nine inch. Yes, sir. You know, my next birthday, I'll be eighty years old, 
but I, I'm the dude abides. I'm, I, I just, I just love Lebowski. The really. dude abides. Who would have thought we'd been talking about the the big Lebowski with Ray Scott here? I, I don't know. I just happened to see his Facebook page, and I'm like, oh, I've got to ask him about this one. Well, right. Thank you. Wait a minute, Wait, Tim. What are you What are you up to these days? Uh, right now, I'm actually retired. Uh, I'm looking at probably uh, a couple of opportunities uh, because I like to be involved. I like to stay at work. Um, I, I just came out of a, I worked 17 years for Wellspring Lutheran Services, and what we provided were uh, adoptions and foster care uh, and uh, study of family reunification, family preservation. So I did that for 17 years uh, after being in the insurance business for 25 years, and that was a company actually out of Columbia, South Carolina. So I spent a lot of time uh, down in Columbia and Charleston and, and uh, down in the, in, the, in the South. So uh, I did that for, for 25 years actively. Uh, now I just serve as a consultant. Uh, but, you know, I, like, it's just, it's busy. You know, uh, like last night, I threw up the, uh, I didn't actually throw it up, I handed it to the official uh, for the Detroit Pistons Golden State Warriors game. Oh, cool. Uh, and so, we, yeah, and, and I took my family, and we were in the uh, president's box. And so that was just, you know, great honors like that. Uh, in November, I was inducted into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, and my family was there. So, you know, what I love is to be treated well like that, or I don't, I want to say nicely, graciously, but to be treated well like that, but also have my family share in it. Because that really, to me, that's what it's all about. Everything I did in my career was based on my family, because that's who, who helped me get there. So now that I have this opportunity with my kids, even though they're in their 50s and 40s and 30s, to, to be able to do that with your kids is, is just phenomenal. That's great. Well, Ray, it was an honor talking to you today, sir. Uh, wish you the best, and uh, I'll, I will not look at that movie, The Big Lebowski, ever again, ever the same. <laughs> I, I, it comes on all the Always. time, so i got to watch it next That's time. That's right. All right. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you, buddy. You be well. You too, bud. Congratulations. That was Ray Scott, uh, uh, former 30 Detroit. He won the Detroit Pistons. Great. Top, what can thir- you top 30. That's top 30. Good. That's pretty good. They've had, some, they've had a lot of great ones. Lambeer, Dumars, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Yes, absolutely. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Daly & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daly & Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Customers agree, there's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Since 1998, their mission has been to keep folks happy by helping them scoot in and scoot out quickly while roasting their coffee from the top 10% of specialty beans in the world. Choose from hot drinks like their Caramelicious and Honey Vanilla Latte to cold offerings like the Strawberry Acai Quencher and Iced Mocha. They've also got smoothies, teas, and blenders. You'll agree, too. There's just something about Scooter's Coffee. Amazing people, amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooter's Coffee, 547 Highway 72 West in Athens at Town Center. Scooter's Coffee. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Alabama. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Shotgun formation. Two backs in the backfield. He's going to hand it off to the second man through. Touchdown! Join us this upcoming season for Limestone County Football. Streamed right to your computer or mobile device on the Play Action Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports. Listen for the replay of select games Sunday afternoons on WKAC and download each game from the archives anytime you want. Also available on all major podcast platforms and in the podcast section of the Play Action Sports app. Limestone County Football from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. While we've got a few minutes left, let's check out some local announcements. James Clemens Youth Volleyball Camp will be June 27th and 28th from 9 a.m. till noon for rising 1st through 6th graders. Cost is $75. For more information, go to the Youth Summer Camps link at jcathletics.net. 
Athens Baseball Kids Camp will be June 27th through 29th from 9 a.m. till noon for ages 5 to 12. Cost is $100. To sign up, go online to AthensHighSchoolSportsCamps.com. For more information, you can email Chuck.Smith at ACS-K12.org. Clements Volleyball is having a Boston Butt fundraiser. Cost is $45. Pick up at the school on June 30th. You can contact any player to order. Tanner Youth Cheer signups are going on during the month. For more information, call 559-6642 or 874-6161. Hits Athletic Training will have tryouts for their 10U and 12U baseball teams at their field at the Old Athens Middle School. 10U tryouts will be July 1st. 12U will be July 8th. For more information on 10U, call 924-4156. For 12U, call 617-2538. Fall registration for Rec League and Elite League Baseball and Softball will be going on throughout July. Rec League is for ages 5 to 13. Cost is $50 per player. Elite League age groups are 8U, 10U, and 12U. Cost is $500 per team. For more information, call 233-8740. Lindsay Lane will be having a basketball camp July 11th through 13th for kids kindergarten through 8th grades. Cost is $75. For more information, go online to lindsaylanechristianacademy.org and look for the elementary basketball camp link. Athens High will have a men and boys camp July 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. at Athens Stadium. Cost is $30. For any additional boys, the cost is $10. For more information, go online to AthensHighSchoolSportsCamps.com. Athens High will have a volleyball camp for 1st through 6th graders July 13th and 14th from 9 till 11 a.m. Cost is $60. For more information, go online to AthensHighSchoolSportsCamps.com. Athens High will have a Football for Women camp July 14th from 6 to 8 p.m. at Athens Stadium. Cost is $20. For more information, go online to AthensHighSchoolSportsCamps.com. Calhoun Baseball will have an uncommitted showcase on July 20th. For more information, go online to Calhoun.edu forward slash summer hyphen camps. Calhoun will also host a summer basketball camp at the Athens Rec Center for ages 7 to 17 on July 25th and 26th. Pre-registration through July 22nd is $75. After that, it will be $90. For more information, call 233-8740. There will also be a Junior Prospect One Day Showcase hosted by Calhoun Women's Basketball on July 30th from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Spots are limited. Register online at calhoun.edu forward slash junior showcase by July 1st for $50. After that, it's $65. For more information, you can call Coach Candace Bird-Vincent at 306-2867 or email candace.bird at calhoun.edu. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. 
Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Hey guys, this is Abby with CEI Bookstore. I wanted to personally invite you to our annual Truth Lectureship happening July 11th through 14th at Athens Bible School. This year, the theme is I Believe in Jesus, an apologetic defense of faith in Jesus Christ. Our evening singing and keynote lectures start at 7 p.m. and with day lectures from 8 to 12. Want more information about Truth Lectures? Check out truthlectures.com or stop by CEI Bookstore. We look forward to seeing you the second week of July. The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Got you covered screen printing and more in Athens is, well, got you covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Got you covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 38. West Sanderford Road in Athens. Got you covered screen printing and more. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees, high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Alabama High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Check out the WKAC Sports page. Go to WKAC1080.com and click on the WKAC Sports icon. You can listen to the current sports stream as well as game archives, past coaches shows, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk on demand. If you're on your smartphone, you can stay automatically updated as new items are posted. The WKAC Sports page, another reason why your best source for Limestone County sports is WKAC1080.com and 1080WKAC. You've been listening to the best of Tailgate Talk. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. 
Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.